listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Negroes, sweet and docile, meek, humble, and kind. Beware the day they change their mind. Langston Hughes. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen blippity we are in the house on a tuesday mm-hmm. ready to do some podcasting uh took yesterday off because i took a nap yeah you did i just let you sleep yep i appreciate it um you know we yeah. work hard yeah because like lately some you know the past few weeks some weeks you've been going like literally seven days straight i was like yeah he needed this nap oh yeah yeah depending on everything and uh i'm look, i'm thinking about uh probably take next week off um just just uh heads up to everybody but um yeah i was just tired and took a nap woke up it was like nine o'clock that's normal to me yep um but uh in the meantime in between time we're doing this podcast the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme um and uh today's podcast is brought to you by oh yeah we do have a, a sponsor i don't think we did this sunday i'm not now i'm not 100 percent sure um uh, oh wait no nah, didn't we do adam and eve sunday I, you, you know what i don't remember y'all i'm not gonna lie you know what let's just be sure and, and uh, do it anyway do it again all right let's uh, do it again adam and eve is trying to help you get your freak on okay yes, they is. just in case you want to be freaked or you want to freak somebody come on they also want to give you another uh they want to put the free in freak with free stuff okay can't be a freak without the free um they're trying to help you get free by giving you half off of any item when you just go to adamandeve.com and pick an item put it in your cart and put in tbgwt for the offer code on the way out tbgwt for your offer code but in addition to that they're also giving you free gifts like sexy items three of them split them between yourself between you and the partner you and three people i don't care what kind of freaks y'all are okay it's okay embrace your freak self Mm -hmm. and then in addition to that they will give you six free spicy movies okay actual dvds that you put in a blu-ray player a dvd player and it actually works and it's high quality and everything i know you don't have to worry about like your internet cutting off or the stream going dead. You don't have to worry about that. It's straight up right there in your house. It's old school. Plus, including all of that stuff, after all of that, they give you free shipping. Free shipping. All you gotta do is put in code TBGWT, offer code TBGWT at checkout at adamandeve.com and uh, you get all this free stuff. um anyway let's get into the show guys you know who has a lot of audacity these days guys got a lot of nerve who 
was thinking about this the other day they always had a lot of nerve my whole life and they still got a lot of nerve slimes that's right slimes got a lot of nerve and if you don't know what i'm talking about I'm talking about whenever you start playing a role-playing game the first people you always fight is the motherfucking slimes i don't know why they always the number one creature it's like every rpg can't think of nothing better than that and you're gonna end up fighting a little gelatinous ass like weak powered easy to kill slime slime they all do slimes are like oh for a billion when it comes to fights they ain't never gonna win if we could all just attack our lives with the heart of a slime you know come on well you see this big ass adventuring party with with swords and magical spells and you just be like i'm gonna fuck them up with my three hit points I'm come about on to, I'm, about <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 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 about to take them out my whole 20 life points mm-hmm. wait today they, they ain't never seen no attack like this uh slime attack now you slowed down one turn bet you didn't <laughs> see that coming <laughs> take this jump on your face let me suck three whole points down all right i was <laughs> thinking about that the other day i've been playing a new role-playing game i was like damn slimes in every role-playing game and they uh, they are defeated they're not undefeated <laughs> no they defeat. They are defeated they have never you never get to the final boss and it's just a big ass slime like oh i'm gonna make you pay for all that shit you did to my cousins mm-hmm. the impossible to defeat slime you know Mm-mm. like they try you to get one. cute sometimes in video games and put like a slime boss or something but it's always uh, near the beginning and you whoop his ass you know it's not it's never slime, slimes is just they just won't yeah. stop and the thing about the the slime is that uh normally a lot of people when they're trying to level up in role-playing games you just whoop a bunch of slimes ass to get your points up that's what i do yes yes sir um the other thing i was thinking about <clears throat> uh burger king buns taste like they got soap in them and i don't know why <laughs> am i the only one that, that can taste it <laughs> not so i said something about it on twitter and then my man paul bay uh who we met in seattle for seattle PodCon. Mm-hmm. he was like yes he's like you just saying it made me taste the soap taste in my mouth <laughs> i was like okay so it's not just me it no. tastes it tastes like soap i don't know why like it just i and it's, it's like every and what happens is i don't eat burger king Mm-mm. and then i wait like two three years between eating burger king yes. and i forget how nasty the fucking buns are and i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and give me some burger king today and <laughs> you don't know, never eat it for a reason oh they got the new tacos or whatever like let me go test these these tacos see Boy, if they, they fucking got, with jack they got in the box that new uh waffle there's no meat impossible burger the impossible burger yeah they're like you know go let me go see if these these tacos fucking with jack in the box real quick they know and i'm like oh but while i'm here i might as well get a whopper i mean you always get a, a whopper at motherfucking burger king home of the whopper flame grill that's the only thing they really got let me go ahead you know they fries they ain't never been up there you know like the whopper is like the lebron james of their empire it's the only thing keeping them going <laughs> the only thing keeping them afloat and then you fucking eat that shit and it tastes like fucking soap every time are they make are they washing the buns and then putting the sesame seeds on like what is, how do, why does it taste like soap I, I like nobody else's shit tastes like that <laughs> no like it's i don't, I don't everybody's shit tastes like bread yeah i don't know how how the fuck that i don't know how that works but anyway um just thinking about that <laughs> and then the last thing i was thinking about is um 
after going to see fast and furious uh calvin and hobbs um <laughs> hobbs and shaw after going to see last fast and furious hobbs and shaw i'm pretty sure that the rocks character from fast and furious could snap the infinity gauntlet and survive uh, uh, uh. Uh, i think i think he can he wouldn't even get fucked up like the hulk right i think he's i think he would snap it and be like and then the, the gauntlet would break and he'd be like i'm fine like i like they know this ain't got shit on me okay mm-hmm. and just like he just like he power flex his way out of that cast yeah i, I think i'll never forget that shit i think he could do it we've seen him do so much it's i'm pretty sure he's he's superhero strength level so all right let's get into um the news guys all kinds of stuff going on in the news um i guess the big news that is kind of uh kind of thankful for this news to be honest because really uh replaced the most stressful news come on that i was seeing all week uh with kaepernick and jay-z it was just the we'll get into that in a second but the takes have become flaming hot come on like them cheetos yeah they are lava hot okay um habanera hot yes these are the hottest takes ever ghost pepper hot but you know who said step back black people you've been arguing about this it's time for y'all to argue about something else that's hot something else that's spicy and it's that popeye's chicken sandwich yes specifically the spicy chicken sandwich it has literally taken over social media i went online like god damn i didn't realize chicken was that important oh i knew negroes loved their chicken i mean i know niggas love the chicken don't get me wrong but it was like crazy and then i hadn't tried it yet we were gonna go try to like every bojangles got a line wrapped around bojangles. it not bojangles Christ. everybody has a uh popeyes the line is wrapped around the building and niggas up like i want five chicken sandwiches <clears throat> i bet you that because everybody's talking about the lines around popeyes but i would be willing to bet that the lines around other franchises have increased and the demand for chicken sandwiches are probably up everywhere yeah not just popeyes because the reason it's up is this campaign if you want to call it that because i don't think i've seen a commercial for the new popeye sandwich have y'all the chicken gate Mm-mm. they that 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 lady gonna have one eventually because the way niggas is talking about it it is they about to have one yeah Love but that chicken and popeyes y'all come on down tonight and try the new spicy chicken sandwich yeah but my point is they don't have a commercial nope and it's already lines around the motherfucking store people waiting in their cars for around the block to get a chicken sandwich i those poor employees you know and they weren't prepared i feel bad for like the the people the managers and the supervisors because you know work i work we worked at restaurant before and you know you go what is your average sales for the week nobody expected now you expect your chicken to sell out but nobody expect their chicken sandwiches to go five fold in a in a in a fucking few days all of a sudden you order let's say 500 for the week and uh and by tuesday you're fucking almost out everybody go what the fuck is this yeah i bet it's actually at the point where um people are upset if they run out of the chicken sandwich yeah and we probably at the point now where people are turning down regular spicy chick regular spicy popeyes it's like yeah we don't have any i'm sorry sir we don't have any more chicken sandwiches we just got regular you know good normal good popeyes that y'all love it's like nigga fuck that popeyes nigga i came for the sandwich i came for the sandwich uh, all y'all got is 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 regular spicy chicken three pieces i, I don't think so mm-hmm. i don't think so Mm-mm. keep them two pieces of chicken 
i want to know what everybody been talking about yeah i mean i still ain't tried it i did i tried it um but yeah it's you know the in the and so that would be bad enough having to go through that as a employee going through that as an employee in the line um motherfuckers yelling at you and shit long ass 20 30 minute waits in the drive-thru for Mm -hmm. this chicken and people are waiting but um in addition to that what really made it go viral was the contrarians and this is why i say you really can't factor in the popularity of black twitter Mm -mm. you just can't because there's no fucking way popeyes knew this was gonna happen no way they didn't and i know they didn't know because they didn't even get to capitalize on it with a campaign mm-hmm. or like a, a advertisement or something like they was like let's put the chicken sandwich out uh probably thinking to themselves everybody got chicken sandwiches Mm-mm. and Who people tried fuck? it and they started sharing it word of mouth and taking pictures and before you know it everybody showing up at their front door right but what happened was you got contrarians on the internet being like yeah so that chicken don't even uh that chicken don't even go hard like that it's not even good y'all tripping chicken was the chicken ain't even y'all it's just okay you know because the first it started off with everybody being like oh my god this chicken this chicken y'all niggas don't understand this chicken and then it's life-changing chicken right like it turned into that and then yeah it turned into smack your mama chicken better than all the chickens better than every chicken sandwich every other chain all this stuff and then it turned into i got it and it ain't even that good you know Mm -hmm. so then you had all the like back and forth with that and then today and that was over the weekend Mm -hmm. and it slowly i saw it slowly take over the timeline over kaepernick jay-z it was amazing it it was a slow roll it was beautiful to watch like people's hot takes got hotter and hotter about colin kaepernick and people was like we ain't got time for that we're talking about this chicken come on it's like jay-z is a coon man shut up have you had the part about chicken sandwich or not there go chicken somebody said chicken right like it was like i I saw a first take today and they were arguing about colin kaepernick versus jay-z and i was like you know what made a better segment motherfucking popeye's chicken sandwiches versus everybody else would have been a better segment Stephen a and dominic fox Foxworth, they would have had a better argument mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah them them the, the, the chicken sandwich pluck pluck this way on up the ranks mm-hmm it did mm-hmm um so yeah we uh so then it started being about which brand has the best chicken right so it didn't it yeah, wasn't it just did, whether the chicken did. from popeyes was good or not good it was is it better than wendy's is it the best chicken ever is it better than chick-fil-a yeah, is it better than bojangles and, and the thing is it, what, what, what's mixed in this argument and I always be mixing this argument is the folk because all these places ain't everywhere bojangles ain't everywhere you know popeyes some places in the country can't get the popeyes like it you know so some people on here arguing about some shit that, that they ain't never gonna try yeah people was bringing up um different agendas which i love because uh i think my favorite agenda are the uh, arby's chicken truthers those are my favorite not the arby's the three of y'all because they know ain't nobody else go to uh, arby's advertise roast beef so nobody goes there for chicken sandwiches and i'm not saying that chicken sandwiches aren't good although a chicken cordon blue did make me sick back in 1995 and um, you'll never forgive it i'll never fucking eat a chicken sandwich from arby's again as long as i live but um <laughs> yeah that but it's funny though that um they like those the obscure pics out there somebody's like in and out burger was we got chicken sandwiches somebody was like 
y'all chicken sandwiches cost a thousand for fifty four dollars them shits is expensive get out of here get right here. i agree with that statement. nobody orders those uh but yeah popeyes put the picture of the chicken up and it's a very photogenic pic- picture of course and i got the spicy one so it had this spicy like mustard like i don't know the spicy like sauce on i think it's just the uh i forget what they call that sauce inside of popeyes but it's whatever the spicy sauce is inside of popeyes mm-hmm. that you can get on nuggets and shit is that and then you get uh pickles underneath it and um mm, yeah they, and that's it they like dress, it's a simple sandwich they dress that sandwich up like a goddamn model well what's funny though is to me not the most photogenic of the sandwiches it's actually the most simple of the sandwiches mm-hmm. you know it's just pickle bun that 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 sauce and and your chicken right mm-hmm. um and so then people start trying to talk shit uh chick-fil-a bun and chicken and pickles and all the love for the original and popeyes retweeted y'all good question mark <laughs> not y'all good because mm-hmm. you know brands now they have they, they have, got to be sassy they have seen what black twitter can do and uh i don't know if they're hiring black people to make the viral tweets uh, sound like it uh i don't know i don't know um but I, somebody i can't remember who it was i think the dnc had a viral tweet that had some black vernacular in it and people was living mad at it like see this what's wrong with the dnc just talk regular and then the black woman that worked there had to come out and be like i wrote the tweet y'all it wasn't a white person trying to be killed i was just trying to speak to y'all as a black person and people was like cancel bitch it's too late we already made a decision we can't take it back mm-hmm. no take back sis. trust black women until just now just now just you uh you missed it five seconds ago we stopped uh trusted black women and saying give black women a voice in the process and we want y'all to you know be in charge of uh you know the social mm-hmm. media and uh yeah, positions of power yeah, over there that's why i don't run shit because i would ignore the fuck out of half of y'all mm-hmm. then wendy said y'all out here fighting about which of these foods has the second best chicken sandwich and pop responded sounds like someone just ate one of our biscuits because y'all looking thirsty <laughs> i'm not thirsty i saw somebody was mad that the brands did this then they was mad oh, that Buzz, shit is the best then they was mad that buzzfeed wrote about it using tweets from black twitter and shit i'm like man that's what they do are we still mad about that it's 2019 they're not like it's okay it's all right you know we can always go private with our accounts if we just really don't want nobody to see it it's uh, all right. come on they're never gonna pay you because they use a tweet in an article it's, it's they're okay. not gonna interview you because you had something funny to say about a chicken sandwich it's Mm-mm. just it's okay we don't need them white people's attention anyway let them let them have that um but yeah people was talking about shake shack uh boston market then they Boston, Boston Market. Market. Where they where they come from? Well, they they brought up mac and cheese, trying to say like Chick Fil A, trying to offer mac and cheese now, but it's not hitting on that Boston Market. Oh no! I don't think I've ever had Boston Market chicken uh, uh cheese ch- mac and cheese. Yeah. Or if I have it, I don't remember it be hitting mm-hmm. like that. It's, it, it, but, Here's the one that got me though, and <laughs> this is so sad to see because we from down here we know how it actually tastes but bojangles tried to hop in the fray real quick Mm-mm. and you know it was like that person that don't know how to double dutch but they just seen everybody else doing this so they just yeah, like oh one mm-hmm. and two and a slap 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 ropes all up on my head uh because they tried to, to put their chicken sandwich out there mm-hmm. and it don't it don't photo well 
no it does not photo well it looked dry <laughs> Mm-hmm. it does not photo well mm-hmm. that picture you and you mm-hmm. all them models out there like tyra banks and y'all coming out there looking like my black ass it's like no no bitch you get off stage it looked like Tariq nasheed listeners it was <laughs> ashy it was <laughs> and y'all know we love bojangles it was so parched i said oh bojangles no Mm-mm. baby what is you Mm-mm. doing Mm-mm. what is you doing baby we don't need to do this oh mm-hmm. my god mm-hmm. oh i feel so bad for bojangles they it was so bad y'all they deleted the tweet like the it's like tweets is forever now you can't delete the tweet but they deleted the tweet people was like look what they did shame on y'all no it don't it don't it's good don't photo well though yeah i don't know man um and then of course there's a big argument of because it came out to the main two contenders for most people right which was chick-fil-a popeyes now for me i would put wendy's up there i don't know how i felt like wendy's got so disrespected they spicy chicken i mean we really doing this we just gonna act like spicy chicken just right in front of my salad wow like i i know how people felt that was jay-z stands when they saw last week when they saw them tweets that's how i felt about wendy spicy chicken it's good if wendy spicy chicken would have bought an nfl team i'd be on here right now like fuck colin kaepernick (laughs) <laughs> but spicy forever, bitch. I fuck with I fuck with that spicy chicken heavy, and I add the pickles to it. That's just that's the key. I get I keep the like the 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 tomato, the lettuce, and the mayo. I keep that on there, but then I add the little the pickles to it. Give that little bit of mm, that little that little that little bit of saltiness to it. You can't go wrong. I thought I thought we all agreed. Uh, Chris Lambert, I know he know and uh to see it disrespected in this way it it really bothered me man so i was like i gotta take the day off of the podcast i can't i'm just gonna sleep uh, uh. this depression off knowing that y'all did my fam like that did my my, my uh, wendy's uh, like uh, that that's so sad um but yeah i mean look i get it people that's mad and militant and boycotting are uh, gonna tell you that chick-fil-a ain't shit and i'd love to agree with them but it's not the truth those fucking sandwiches are delicious it's just you know not supposed to eat them no more mm-hmm. <laughs> they are good I, I i i like to give them the credit they do so that if you're not eating there i have to respect it because you really did give something up you know what i'm saying like I, like people think they do the op- but this is such twitter logic it's when you mm-hmm. don't like somebody or something then it becomes trash and it never was good and it's you know it's the, it's it's like straight up like just internet age shit you know michael jackson oh he's some whack-ass albums you like nigga he's a child molester that put out some dope classic music that he can be both he was both you can be both you know like you gotta sometimes hey r kelly's despicable man has some bops what i'm gonna lie to you what you didn't see the chart numbers you didn't you never saw the ignition video like we all know that them fucking cultural touchstones and he's also a fucking rapist like mm-hmm. bill cosby one of the greatest sitcoms of all time if not the greatest still you know so that's how i feel about chick-fil-a like that that shit was good that shit is good but uh yeah people was going and getting it and like doing taste tests online and Oh, videos that serious yeah people was making videos i saw kev on stage do one today and it looks like the overwhelming sentiment is that popeyes has surpassed all the other chicken sandwiches in a lot of people's minds i haven't tried it yet so i don't know i'm gonna put it like this 
i think we need to see if it lasts the test of time yep we gotta get it's like when people call a classic album classic after like one one listen one listen that's how i feel to me a little bit like people was calling it classic after just like one sandwich i mean i don't know about y'all but by looking at me you should be able to tell i've been in this game for years okay come on i wrote me a manual it's rules to this shit um you can't just you can't just that, do that, one that sandwich be consistent it's got to be a consistent thing man you got to be able to like knock one of these bad boys back like on a consistent basis you know and then we'll talk you know if you if you ever get a hankering back for regular like let me just go get a three piece i'm gonna start looking at the sandwich sideways supposed to be that shit you know so we'll see if it stands the test of time but it was very fucking good and uh i was blown away so all right let's get into the other news um speaking of kaepernick uh people are taking sides it's getting heavy out here in these streets y'all lines have been drawn in the sand lines have been drawn in the sand on the on the internet on the twitters on the facebook uh people celebrities are starting to chime in uh freddie gibbs who's a rapper you guys may know him just put out an album with mad lib that's pretty dope um he uh put out a video saying fuck colin kaepernick which uh until this morning i thought was probably the most extreme take yeah i didn't that i won't lie that was one i didn't think i'd see as much as i saw people being like fuck jay-z and stuff i was like yeah well that's what happens you know you do something people don't like it and that's fuck you but i was like you know people already love or at least claim to love colin kaepernick for the last two or three years he didn't really say or do anything in the wake of this that much so you don't say too much of nothing right so you know for the most part you would think that would mean there's nothing to really come at him about but uh freddie gill said nah i can think of some things to come at him about um i got this yeah maybe he's looking for a feature uh from jay or maybe he just really feels this strongly about black business or or whatnot but yeah he was he was like fuck that dude um i actually think i might have a video give me a second i'll try to put it on screen Mm -hmm. um but yeah he was he was uh he was hot about it um uh there we go i'm riding jason straight up man fuck colin kaepernick all y'all niggas march for colin kaepernick and he took a settlement and they tell y'all what he got or nothing you know what i'm saying he settled so let it go y'all hating on jay-z for trying to own something in the nfl man y'all niggas is some motherfucking crabs bro so there you go that's his take pretty yeah, spicy that's one perspective mm-hmm yep um and uh jamel hill retweeted said well play nfl you got exactly what you wanted and he responded all due respect ma'am they ain't got nothing they ain't getting nothing out of me big fan by the way yeah um it's it's weird because you know i see people saying like this is what the nfl wants is black people to be divided on whether or not they will support the nfl or not and maybe that is what they were thinking i don't think they care maybe i'm too serious. i mean i think no I, I do think that they 
what they want from this deal at least from that meeting they had appears to be like some black people who are like willing to say well let's give the nfl a chance and i do think they got that but what i would question is did they get that any more than they already had that right because i don't know that you're getting converts i think you're just getting people that have been watching the nfl probably people that really haven't been fucking with kaepernick on the low yep and they're finally feeling like well i can come out and say it now i can come out and say i don't really fuck with this dude and i don't i think he was kind of full of shit and i think with a lot of stuff like this um what happens is uh the same way i say like sometimes you need a hater to give people something to rally to support it's like if the right person doesn't like something then people will come out and support it right Mm -hmm. so like if uh if, if tommy lauren was tweeting i hate a black lady sketch show we would pretty much have 100 percent universal black support for it or shut the fuck up right mm-hmm. because it's like uh-uh we not letting tommy lauren be right on nothing we love this show and fuck this bitch right but with the nfl thing it was kind of the opposite there was no reason even if you watched the games as a black person there was no reason to be out here like man fuck colin kaepernick i love the nfl it was more like nah colin kaepernick's a righteous dude i'm still watching these games because you know have you do the calculus on that shit but yeah i'm not really fucking with uh i'm not boycotting but i'm also not really that pressed about just him him having a job or him taking a knee right okay cool now i think with jay-z entering the fray those people who felt that way are being a lot more vocal on some like well if it's fuck jay-z and it's fuck anybody fucking with the nfl then it's fuck y'all back so fuck Colin kaepernick and i think that's how you get out of you know get here where we're like Mm -hmm. what how did this happen right so yeah and it's not just him by the way he's probably the most yeah local a lot of other people feel like that too yeah he's probably the most vocal but like um i'm pretty sure cardi b is supporting colin kaepernick i mean supporting jay-z um she's she's like look we got to give him a chance um (laughs) you know uh (laughs) like i i don't know man um like it's not as uh cut and dry and if that and i like Mm -hmm. i said if that is what um if that is what uh the nfl was thinking when they made this deal then i think then i think jamel hill has a point that they are getting something you know they're getting more people to say um um you know fuck this dude like fuck kaepernick and fuck all that it's about business yeah and i don't know like i said maybe because the way my mind thinks i think that yes black people were considered but i don't think that they even cared about the these this shit that's happening outside of that i don't think nfl as a whole gives a fuck they was like oh we're gonna do something with jc cool we're gonna get some black people watching cool like i and i think that's as far as it went all this other stuff is niggas doing what niggas do i think the nfl is about a business and they did a business transaction and this is that this is what happens after their business transaction but like most white people they do shit we are not even considered on the top of the agendas when decisions are made here's why i would disagree in this case and it's only because i think they have had an, a problem with getting black approval for that halftime show 
and so when they reached out to all those acts last year and everybody was saying no and they was going down the list until they got to travis scott mm-hmm. and then travis scott basically got called every type of coon and sellout because he did it even though he did figure a way out to give get money from the nfl to different charities and shit nobody gave a fuck about that shit they was like he a coon for even doing the super bowl i think the nfl is like well we got an image problem with black people and specifically music acts i don't think they necessarily are concerned necessarily about the fans like you know just like you said i don't think they were thinking can't wait to see these niggas arguing on twitter right uh they gonna take jay-z side they gonna take Kaepernick's side i don't think they thought about that but i do think they said if it's jay-z making the phone call to get rihanna to perform maybe it'll happen as opposed to if it's roger goodell or whoever the fuck is in charge over there making the phone call representing the nfl did we know rihanna's gonna say no and i agree with that that's part of the business part that i'm talking about like yeah, all yeah. that is business i consider that business yeah but i uh, but specifically because it's black though because mm. uh, what's the reason people are saying no they're not saying you know maroon five didn't say no they're not saying no because you know yeah. it's black artists that are like i don't want to take the publicity hit of saying yes to y'all knowing that black people are gonna be mad so i'm just not gonna do it you know um and shit and that's before you get to the ones that are straight up like i support kaepernick and fuck y'all but that's before you even get to those people like i think andre 3000 was like that so um yeah i think that's why they did it was to be like part of it is for jay-z's black credibility part of it is about getting some black people back on your side um using his credibility to lend it to you like well you don't not trust the nfl but do you trust jay-z you know so i do think that's that's a pretty valid point of view that jamel hill has you know um and i don't you know and i don't know what freddie gibbs says when he means what he means when he says they didn't get nothing from me but i mean i don't know publicly shitting on cap saying fuck Colin kaepernick probably is in the it's not against the nfl i'll put it they would rather you be saying that than fuck the nfl i agree with that yes like you saying give the nfl a chance fuck colin kaepernick they would rather you be saying that shit than the opposite or you know or even like let's wait and see or any of that shit so but yeah cardi b said i feel like jay-z can bring back colin kaepernick um you know um basically saying uh she thinks that um as an owner if he gets some type of owner percentage or something he'll have enough influence to get kaepernick a chance in the nfl again which i don't know because i think he could make a change you know what i'm saying i feel like he didn't go on an nfl deal without an agreement i feel like he went out he went in there all right if you guys want me to work with y'all y'all need to put my people in here y'all need to do things my way i feel like he's gonna change it i feel like jay-z can bring back kaepernick colin kaepernick i feel so i feel like he has that power i feel like jay-z can do it and people that's a subset of people that feel like her yes that agree with her yeah i have no idea man just real mm-hmm. talk because don't nobody know the details love it love to have more information than i have last week but i don't have shit to say since sunday really it's the same shit because ain't don't nobody know the details yeah and then i saw uh marcellus wally was on uh fox sports one and he probably went the hardest of anybody i've seen go at colin kaepernick um where he essentially said that because colin kaepernick is biracial 
he's never felt the full force uh the full weight of injustice that's a goddamn lie and because he was raised by white people um he doesn't know enough about you know racism in the movement and then marcellus wiley went to talk went on to talk about how you know the black places he was like i'm from compton and, Bro- and harlem yeah, and black checking it don't matter who your parents are if you consider yourself black baby you gonna deal with black shit right right um he was like i gave him a and pass he, and shit even if you don't the world gonna view you as black yeah he was saying how he gave colin kaepernick a pass for a couple years but now he's tired of that and colin kaepernick doesn't speak for him he doesn't speak up enough for to really for anybody to even know where he wants this movement to go and it you know basically he had he need to get out of jay-z's way and let jay-z handle it from here because it, it was crazy and then when he got done saying all that shit it was real bad because he was on the same show with uh jason whitlock and jason whitlock when he I finished talking was like yes exactly that's what i've been saying i don't have nothing else to add ate it up like good job and i was like man you never want to be in a situation where jason whitlock turn around to tell you good job you better check yourself what like i'm like i'm like hold up i need a time out can we go to commercial i need to change my entire opinion Mm -mm. i I fucked up somewhere but somebody told me like mark uh marcellus wiley been acting like that for a minute so i don't know yeah you black checking people and 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 to me (laughs) blackness is blackness it don't matter who raised you or who your parents are if you are black you are black and that's something that can't be erased and like like that's one thing that frustrates me about black because a lot of black people love to keep black people out of blackness you know and my thing is that he never come out and say i don't like black people or i hate black people Even that word is that has never came out of his mouth so it's wild that people jump to them conclusions where you go well then you're projecting you're projecting things on him that he never said well you know what's interesting though i do um i do kind of understand the idea that um you might not be fit for a quote-unquote leadership position or you or your ideas might not reflect the experience of other black people because Agreed. you've had a different upbringing and a different blah 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 mm-hmm. the thing is that applies to all the black people right. like even if you grew up in the blackest of black places you still don't get to decide for everybody that's the fucking point to me it's like i don't care if you're like newly woke i don't care if you're biracial i don't care if you're raised by white people i don't like that shit doesn't bother me that much mm-hmm. um like if you still you have a voice and you want to use it cool but i just don't like when motherfuckers try to like speak for everyone and i think colin kaepernick has done the opposite of that like he literally doesn't say shit he sticks to the lane that he's in which is um i'm ready to play football whenever i can and know your rights that's it he don't talk about shit else he don't really do a lot of interviews he doesn't really do a lot of press he doesn't even really tweet a lot he lets other people tweet the disses and then he retweets the disses to folks like you know and like i said i we just were talking about it i'm not saying that can't be annoying like i know me personally i'm like i can't care about this more than he care about this okay so the whole like putting words in his mouth treating him like he's martin luther king malcolm x muhammad ali i wrote in one i'm not gonna do that Mm-mm. i think that's a lot of thirst for us as Jay-Z is sorry a lot of thirst for us as black people that feel like 
we need to make black leaders out of every charismatic black man who has some opinions about race or takes a stand on something and you know it's a he can have made this point and not be and not want to be that guy he doesn't have to Mm -mm. you know and and i and the other thing is i don't think it needs to go any further than i support him in his workplace dispute he's right you know that's it you know like he has a point now if i'm being fair i'm being honest i really support him because i agree with the reasoning he said he took a knee from being fair because the truth of the matter is none of us would be okay with someone doing like say a hell hitler sign or some you know some some like some some kind of shady ass like like i'm for blue lives matter like we'd be like yeah fuck that dude if he lost his job we wouldn't care Mm -mm. so i'm not gonna front like i'm some type of like like yeah i'll just i'm just for free speech i'm not for free speech i'm from Colin kaepernick being able to make the point he was making and be able to play football i think that should be okay if if riley cooper could cause get caught calling some people niggers and then uh be a be allowed to play football for several more teams before getting out of the nfl come on i don't see why Colin kaepernick can't i just don't you know so i'll put it that way because i'm not gonna make the free speech argument because mm-hmm. that's not the truth a lot of people making that argument like you should be able to do that at work i'm like Mm -hmm. i mean to a point right Mm -hmm. to a point Mm -hmm. but in a a, point yeah in a league where you can beat women children be a rapist and still uh be able to play and the only two things we've seen people really ostracized for are um taking a knee and being gay I, i i i do feel like there's an imbalance in the league you know yes sir here's his comments by the way oh wait and now it doesn't want to play all right we'll take your time this is what i get trying to be fast she did to play when he was trying to play the first time mm-hmm. you don't become marcy projects to billionaire and not be smart and have your spidey sense that can read this and jay-z is guilty of of giving kaepernick a pass the same way i was guilty of giving him a pass i was conflicted from day one i was against him kneeling because i said get up and get those resources because where we're from your kneeling at, at, at kickoff has nothing to do with our situation unless you translate that, materialize it, and monetize it. Jay-Z waited long enough and finally said, I got to step past this dude to get this right. This is an identity issue. You know why the identity of this movement has been lost? You know why the identity has been lost in this platform of kneeling and what does it really mean? Because the identity of those who are leading it has always been in question. Let's keep it 1,000 up here. Because my past is hot. My past has expired for this. The past has expired. I've been going back and forth with this from day one at ESPN. Let's go. Kaepernick comes from a situation where he's never felt the full weight of these injustices. This is a mixed-race guy who was raised by a white family from Wisconsin to Central California. Respect. That does not disqualify you from talking for us. But when you make missteps and miscalculations, oh, it comes back into play. And he never spoke on this when Black Lives Matter's movement was at its height. Think about it. 2013, 2014, Ferguson, where where Jay-Z is bailing prisoners out and doing protesters out and taking pictures and supporting Trayvon Martin and that family. What was Kaepernick? You know who he was? Taking his shirt off, bruh. He was, I knew Kaepernick back then. He was never talking about this. He meets Nessa in 2015, all of a sudden, 2016, he gets benched. 
flip-flop. Not mad. That still doesn't disqualify you. But Nessa comes into play now. And we all know Nessa. Respect to her and her ethnicity, but it's not black. Okay? So now we got two leaders who don't even feel the weight hmm. of the consequences. So guess what hmm. you are allowed to do right now? Preach. Have convenience. Ain't no cosmetics <laughs> here, bro. When I'm in Compton, when I'm in South Central and Harlem, that's my, my childhood to manhood, zero to 22 years old. Those... First of all, sports talk shows have gotten so ridiculous with the like over the top I gotta yell my point shit like I like honestly I would love to see them talk about the Popeye's chicken sandwich just cause that level of passion is interesting no matter what you're talking about yes, you could be is. dead fucking wrong you could Arby's chicken sandwich is the best I know I was raised around Arby's okay Harlem Compton dc the black arby's like you could you can make it work that way <laughs> um but the the things he's saying to me aren't that logical and Mm-mm. i find it interesting that they don't have anyone on set that disagrees with him um like everybody is over there agreeing on the same shit which is probably why i don't watch fox Sports one um i like you gotta at least present two different sides of the shit in my opinion um but the whole uh he uh didn't care about this back when black lives matter started yeah a, 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 a newsflash a lot of these motherfuckers didn't come on that's kind of you literally that's literally why it started that like it's why the, that movement started organically kind of there because there was a lot of people being like i noticed this thing it's very frustrating especially under a black president like we keep getting promised all this progress and shit and white people keep talking about we pass race and black people still getting killed by the police and so it's not just a Colin Kaepernick thing like to me it's like what's wrong with waking up where you wake up Jay-Z was saying his presence was charity what 10 years ago mm-hmm. I mean he was telling Harry Belafonte like I'm good I don't me just showing up and take a picture with somebody that's charity you know and, and i do understand what it sounds like he's trying to say is or where it sounds like it's coming from from him is to a certain extent he's very upset that jay-z's activist pedigree was challenged because he's like back before colin kaepernick was even doing shit jay-z was doing shit on the low and not like you know not bragging not doing like just okay this is me uh you know um bringing attention to trayvon martin okay this is me um bailing out these activists and shit without nobody having to know about this like um you know he still bails out um like uh people for like father's day and mother's day and shit like that so i do understand especially if these these people you know if you're a fan of jay-z and you think that his activism is righteous there's a part of you that just wants to defend it but at the same time that is like that take down of colin kaepernick and bringing up him not being black enough kind basically that's the part where i'm just like well why'd you have to go there you can just disagree with right you can just disagree with him you don't have to go into his uh nessa's not black like 
who cares if she's black if she care about black lives and she care about you know people like why why would it why would we then be like well this isn't so like they not gonna feel the oppression of this let's be let's be frank none of none of them are gonna quote unquote feel the oppression of the shit they're talking about if we're looking at their lives everybody involved in the situation rich everybody rich everybody would not trade their bank account with your bank account mm-hmm. if, if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now for the most part they if colin cabernet woke up and seen my balance in his motherfucking balance he'd be like yeah, i nigga no. i guess i plan in the cfl tomorrow because this is unacceptable uh he would know right so the, the, to try to take him down like you know also he won't feel they won't feel the oppression of it it's so weird and then you see what colin cabernet looks like this nigga was raised in like what was it like wisconsin or some shit you think he don't he never felt no oppression until thinking about him and never call him a nigga to his face he, he never felt no oppression until uh this until he took that knee i mean maybe he wasn't um woke quote unquote but no nobody was really not not and everybody wasn't born woke like that Mm-mm. and you know and and just because he wasn't talking about it as a player or back when he first started and he was like getting established throwing touchdowns kissing his his biceps and shit i mean maybe he got hip to some game you know maybe it is as simple as he got with nessa and that was like that was a wake-up call for him right people grow evolve and change yeah i i just that's really uh man i just did not know he was like this like basically some i i heard from a few people like when i posted this thing like yo what this is getting crazy it was like oh he's been like this which I had to see because i i thought i didn't i guess i just didn't ever check up on myself as well like that but i always heard he was cool yeah that and also is one of those things and you you constantly touched about it people put colin kaepernick as a leader and he's never said he was a leader he's never called he was a leader but people just put him in this quote-unquote leadership status and people are treating him like an avatar and Jay, him and jay-z most people don't even care they're avatars my team or your team and that's as far as he goes for most of these extreme arguments out there yeah so like i mean that's how i feel well if you're not gonna be yelling at me karen then i feel like it's not really real uh you know that you gotta have uh some <laughs> you know the other thing i know is about that clip some passion behind it not just that but they have like this like action music underneath it did you notice that it's like like it's not like they just talking like the whole thing is set up (laughs) to make you feel like you're like why like an argument is happening you know like it's it's a that was screaming yeah i don't know who gets to make those decisions on the um on the uh you know production side of these tv shows but yo like calm me down you know I, and i i guess i mean it must work i mean it must work mm, just for somebody it's like they had to put a, a beat underneath it in order for you to feel like yeah this is uh <laughs> dude, dude we got some we got some uh we got some problems happening right now <laughs> marcellus wiley really feeling it you can tell hey. by the instrumental i know then they're yelling up they're yelling over the beat yeah like like i guess it maybe it gives it that bar barbershop feel is the music playing for them too like can they hear the music i it wouldn't surprise me if they couldn't 
yeah like so is this all post-production like you yeah. go in there and yell and then they add the music or either even if they're doing it live they you know they can literally have the music playing and you not hear it as somebody you know they they can sep- uh, separate it if they want to yeah I when i'm in south central and harlem that's my my childhood to manhood zero to 22 years old those three places you, hear you see what yes, I'm saying? the beats dropping it's like they gotta have some boom 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 I know what it feels like. When you're talking to Jay-Z, who's been through Marcy Projects in Brooklyn and all his successes, he's seen this. We both Is that why they talk so loud? Go Nick, go. And let the cause blindly support the man. But the character is They're now like, coming to question. What's the instrumentals with no words? Eric Reed is taking it and giving them cover. Eric Reed is taking Kenny Stills, another guy. Respect, guys. Another mixed-race individual who's not felt the full weight of this. So when you want to take this movement, and I hate to play the race card against my own race. Usually you play the race card against other races, right? But when I have to see these missteps and these issues all manifest, I get back to the identity of those who are leading it, which has always been in question. And now Jay-Z has answered that question. Let somebody who really knows what this is about handle this. One of the greatest things I've ever heard. Everything I believe was just said. Go ahead, and listen. Man. Dog. When Jason Whitlock says that. I think we could do a better job. When Jason Whitlock says that behind you, dog. Mm Mm-mm. Like you better you check yourself. That's that's about the clan agreeing with you. You better look around like, ooh. You don't look in the mirror and be like, mm, I'm over here with the Nazis. Mm. I don't think I should. I don't think I said that right. <laughs> I'm with the Russian bots. Stop looking around and questioning your decision making. Maybe the beat was too powerful. Maybe that was the problem. The beat was flames, apparently. Yeah, that was. uh I need to, we need to put. Some, gotta start putting some beats under our commentary, Karen. This is. Wait, this beat is kind of short. Yes, Colin Kaepernick is a goddamn coon. Okay, if I was him, I cut all my hair off, grow it back, and then buy a wig, a blonde wig, and be a white man. Cause that's all he ever been <laughs> to me. Is a white man dating that damn Nessa? What race is she? Some type of brown, yellow? I don't know. Simpson character? I don't know. Uh, I'm here for Jay Z, you know, because he got a black woman that loves him, and he got three black ass kids. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm here for Jay Z just out of the blackness. Couldn't have said it better myself over these ribs. Mm. Yeah, delicious. <laughs> like how you just? Oh, that's so sad, man. Yeah, uh-huh. they'd be like, Jay Z's so black, that's why he named his kids after a color blue. Mm-hmm. What you name your kids after? Does Kyler Kaepernick even have kids? If he did, what color would they be? Probably white. He was raised by white people. Okay. How about you take two knees and suck my dick? How about that? <laughs> I was raised around black people, okay? I grew up on Popeyes, Bojangles. Colin Kaepernick eats KFC. He was eating KFC until 2013 when Black Lives Matter started. Mm-hmm. Soon as Ferguson happened, I saw him. He walked into a KFC. He licked the TV. They said Mike Brown just got shot. He threw the box on the ground and said, I'm disgusted. And now I'm disgusted with him. The only chicken he ate always came from the buffets. <laughs> what you know about church's chicken? He likes potato salad. The regular, the white way, okay? No mayonnaise, no nothing in there. What Just- you know about chicken coop? 
he don't even put mustard in his potato salad for shame i wonder if marcel marcel's wally better have a black wife he better have all a black that wife. shit he Come on, all that shit he talking black and not, black, 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 and questioning that man's blackness. Come I on, not, I better not Google motherfucking Marcellus Wiley wife and it be some white woman. He better. Yeah, have, you let people's blackness is whatever it is. I don't challenge people blackness. He better had a blackest of black women only ever forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, and say be like, oh, here's what oh, we're at. Now, hold on, hold on, we let me have hit the sticking you, you point. You know saying? why? We can't have a conversation on this. Colin is not versed well enough in this subject. He never lived it, so therefore you have to study it. He's not well informed enough where these PhDs who are on ground level say, Colin, we've tried to meet with you. Mm. He does his own thing. He goes to the beat of Nessa's drum. Respect, brother. But then Jay-Z is How the respect? Saying, I want to handle this, man. Mm-hmm. And stop with this whole divide and conquer this whole oh these two brothers going at it y'all some simple-minded fools our black experience is not monolithic brother so jay-z can do his way and colin you could do it your way but brother we have seen your way and we don't know what your leadership looks like because you're voiceless you are voiceless in your own message just like the people who are powerless are voiceless in our society so now jay-z is saying i'm going to translate this since I know what it feels like if this didn't work right for me. So now you look at this entire situation and you have to address the characters of the individuals because of what is happening in front of us. These guys have misled. And I gave them a pass just like you. I knew Colin when he was all the way up. And he wasn't thinking about this. And then when it first happened, I said, oh, my homeboys told me. And people in the organization, he's pouting. You remember day one, he was just sitting there? Mm-hmm. He wasn't kneeling. And then they were they told him, kneel at least in respect. And he did that. And then all of a sudden, the boat got in the water. And that's where we've been for three years. I and that's what Jason Whitlock cut in. That's a good boy. Okay. Now, see? <laughs> good job. Next segment, we don't have that's anything else to say. That's why I bought you on the show. Jesus. Bro, that's, that's the hottest of hot takes. The, the hot the worst the possibly the worst possible in the take. frying pan hot take jesus man ready the grease hot take and i and by the way i do uh completely understand the point about Kyle kaepernick doesn't talk and uh, me too. he's voiceless but he chose that and i think people fill in for him fill in the voice for him when it's convenient about what they think he will want i mean he never said boycott the nfl he never said um no one should work with the nfl for charity or any of that stuff he didn't say those things Mm -mm. but you know eric reed said those things um not boycott the nfl which he plays in i'm sure he would probably not want to say that but you know he but there's certain things that kaepernick like allows other people to say and sort of hints at i agree with these things we don't know what that settlement has attacked like Mm -mm. restricted him to um but then also i mean he might be picking and choosing when he's gonna talk maybe it's kind of that catch-22 maybe he's not talking because um people are because of the stuff people are saying which is hey he doesn't have a range he doesn't know enough about these things to be talking about this shit so then why are you mad at him you know like if okay so he's just playing his lane he's like all right i'm sticking to my lane i'm not gonna say anything else because i might fuck up maybe he's doing everybody a favor i don't know you know and then the last thing too about it well you're also supposing a lot of shit for jay-z on his part 
because you made it sound like this is only a charity deal jay-z just signed up for like let me take where you started kyla kaepernick Mm -hmm. and fix the charity for the nfl it's like it it's still a production deal for the super bowl halftime it's still that and then if you throw in the ownership thing which is a rumor so we don't know if it's true or not but if that is true like we're just you know you're still there's still something in it for you it's not completely about how do we move social justice forward so i don't know that's just what a what a mess what a fucking mess uh but the main thing i think we learned is that if you're gonna be passionate and arguing about things you gotta put a beat under it that's what our podcast has really been fucking up and it can take us to the next level hashtag put a beat underneath it yeah gotta put a beat underneath it okay uh next segment uh well i'm here to tell you fuck french toast because <laughs> it's from france bitch <laughs> what you know about being in america french toast what you know about it i'm from charlotte north carolina hey yay well you don't know nothing about <laughs> this place my nigga what about french, french toast what about french fries same thing with french fries my nigga what you know about it what you know about being from down south i'm from down south you, you don't know nothing about that i'll tell you one thing jason Whitlock would not agree with that i don't care what you say um planned parenthood planned parenthood rejects abortion gag order and exits title 10 program uh, which is the marquee federal program dedicated to providing birth control f- to low-income women a change to the program last year requires beneficiaries to comply with the so-called gag order on abortion services something that Planned Parenthood said it isn't willing to do the clinic's exit will result in the loss of millions of federal dollars in a conference call with reporters on Monday Planned Parenthood's new leader Alexis McGill Johnson announced that all the healthcare clinics affiliates will be sending letters to the Department of Health and Human Services Monday, formally announcing their resignation from the Title X. Um, uh, she's warned that without Planned Parenthood, low-income women in rural areas would be would struggle to find affordable birth control options. Mm-hmm. For too many people struggling to make ends meet, it may be that they may go without care, Johnson said on the call. Yeah, because they're like, the fuck is this? No, we are not going to do this. This is some bullshit yeah they declined to say how much revenue they would lose due to the exit our position is that it isn't about Planned Parenthood's budget it's about our patients Planned Parenthood gives up federal funding by leaving Title 10 program the Title 10 was created in 1970 to provide affordable reproductive care to women who otherwise couldn't afford it last year more than 4 million people relied on Title 10 for health care services 41% of whom received services at Planned Parenthood yeah talking about Medicaid Medicare you talking about children so uh, yeah you're gonna have a lot of uh, people having unwanted children that they're not gonna take care of or being forced to have children not being able to get abortions if that's what they choose i'm not getting and the thing is oh okay we got to beat them i was listening oh. uh, no keep going oh <laughs> now you want me to change my cadence See, the thing is, when it comes to this Planned Parenthood, it ain't always about them ladies, you know what I'm saying? It's dudes, too, you know. They in the dick business, too. They about giving you them rubbers, you know what I'm saying, for you and your girl. Them prophylactics, my nigga. That's what they about. They out here trying to be sure that y'all out here having safe sex. 
I, I don't think they say my nigga on fox sports one but yeah i i hear you i agree um no i'm not on fox sports one i got my own station oh okay all right um but i do think um i do think yeah you have a point um the other thing that's interesting is those funds have never been authorized to pay for abortions Mm-mm. instead the money is used for wellness exams std and hiv screenings birth control and contraceptive education um anti-abortion rights activists argue that any money given to planned parenthood even if it's not used for abortion frees up funding to be used for abortions but in february a 312 page filing from the department of health and human services proposed what abortion rights advocates uh will have referred to as a gag rule under the proposal the agency wrote that none of the funds appropriated for title 10 may be used in programs where abortion is a method of family planning the changes impact not just planned parenthood but any clinic that supports performs or even refers patients for abortion services under the new rule recipients of title 10 funds can reference abortion as an option to pregnant women but they are not allowed to refer them to an abortion provider uh mia heck a senior advisor at the department of health and human services said in a statement emailed to cbs news on monday afternoon that the title 10 recipients should have accepted the funds uh if the organization were uncomfortable with the so-called gag rule shouldn't have accepted them um some grantees are now blaming the government for their own actions having chosen to accept the grant while failing to comply with regulations that accompany it and they are abandoning their obligations to serve their patients under the program heck said she must uh yeah see that's that's the thing with this trump administration they're against abortion mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. and so they're basically trying to hamstring abortion they're challenging in every state trying to get it to go back to the supreme court overturn roe v wade and it may happen you know and uh this is just another one of those consequences of the 2016 election yep 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 so um yeah they basically had to get out of a lot of people are not going to get health care uh, a lot of women a lot of men a lot of people are not going to get uh trans healthcare. people yes yeah. a lot of people that use this services and actually qualify for free just basic services because i've used them before they do actually do a great and wonderful job right um yep uh let's see elizabeth warren apologizes for harm i have caused at native american event see that's not that hard senior uh senator elizabeth warren apologized monday to a native american audience over her handling of past claims of native ancestry telling a group of tribal leaders that she realized it had been a mistake now before i go any further in this i want to say this like anyone who's been honest with themselves i know that i have made mistakes um i'm sorry for the harm that i caused i've listened and i've learned a lot and i'm grateful for the many conversations that we've had together um yeah she um we all remember i remember talking about on the show about how just what a bad misstep that whole ordeal was trying to double down trying to all to prove trump wrong it just wasn't worth it Mm -mm. um and of course it just it it follows into the lowest common denominator of discourse because now you have like Mm -hmm. charlemagne trying to ask gotcha questions on Mm -hmm. the breakfast club like it's it really does go down to like the dumbest level um for a a, just a self-inflicted injury um cherokee nation ripped the senator the cherokee nation ripped the senator for appearing to appropriate tribal identity in order to settle a political controversy namely president donald trump derisively referring to warren as pocahontas 
lamonica steals from accusations she tried to leverage her native ancestry to gain access to employment privileges afforded to minorities though an extensive review by the boston globe found there was no evidence to support these claims um she initially defended herself contending that she took a dna test only to put an end to trump's jobs but uh acknowledging that the dna and family history has nothing to do with tribal affiliation or citizenship which is determined only by tribal nations but in it but it led up to her campaign launch as she privately apologized to tribal leaders yeah and somehow i saw somebody i can't remember his name but this journalist i follow was being like yeah well she never publicly apologized she privately apologized and then it was he was, i think he was live tweeting it as the event was happening and then she came out and apologized and he was like well i guess people are feeling forgiven i'm like what do y'all even want at this point they don't know they don't know that's she, why you you brought up a problem she addressed it she said i fucked up and now it's like the bar is just that low i guess i'm like well i don't know what to tell you dog people are gonna make mistakes and in a game of politics where people don't fucking uh oh wait i'm sorry in a game of politics where people don't even apologize anymore they just double down more and more or they lie to you and revise history i do understand why people might be more forgiving of a person that comes with plans that's prepared that's focused on trying to win the presidency of the united states (laughs) so i think that's what happened (laughs) she received a standing ovation when she took the stage uh one questioner remarked that he was excited to have just hugged the next president of the united states another i mean it is a campaign event i mean they weren't gonna bring in the people that was like man fuck that shit uh so yeah and also man i just i don't know i i feel like everybody who hopefully everybody who's serious is looking at this year like we're not gonna let the little shit trip us up like stay focused on the bigger picture yes you fucked up but you did acknowledge and apologize maybe not as fast as we would like that's fine it took you a while to get it you are white that's how we know you white (laughs) right i mean that's how we know you're not no brown person because it took your ass a little too long to get it but hey now you got it you good your campaign staff you must have listened to them whatever gucci let's go you know that's how i feel we're all in this race together and that's hard for people to understand at the end of the day is anybody but trump and people don't really want to hear that but that's my goddamn motto for the fucking rest of the year until election time anybody but that nigga right ohio first graders remove school safety gun from case in administrative office hmm. but you want more guns on school you want teachers to have guns <laughs> let's get the teachers more guns well what well why didn't the case have a gun to keep the keeper from bringing in uh two first grade students near highland elementary school in south bloomfield township managed to remove a school safety gun from an unlocked box well that's not very safe maybe you get a school safety box um leaving the ohio school officials shocked and highly concerned the situation occurred in march however it was only disclosed to the public this week march wow they were white kids in fact it has even uh, it has even since reignited a debate um about whether teachers and school staff should be armed to pro- yeah they didn't take school gun safety courses in the motherfucking teaching curriculum at their colleges i i y'all i went to school no the fuck you don't that, that gun 101 is not on the curriculum glock curriculum. 312 is not on the curriculum yeah it's yeah 
yeah i'm I'm gonna need to uh take sign up for my uh gun elective you know Mm -hmm. for weapons handling for teaching these babies i need to be around your children and have this gun loading bullets 450 was not on the agenda (laughs) so fuck is this so ridiculous oh my god this this is the world we live in y'all we want our teachers to have guns they have no fucking training on having the guns and then we wonder why the fuck we get what we get yeah what happened to the teachers now one day decide to shoot the kids right and you know what kind of fucking teachers is gonna be come on We already know what kind of teachers it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what kind of schools? What kind of schools you want armed teachers walking around? And that's mm-hmm. if you got black kids, I know you worried. Come on, the way they be locking our kids up and punishing them extra and shit. Mm-mm. I gotta worry about the teachers shooting you too. How old do you think the students were, Karen? First grader, six years old. Yeah, first grader, five, six years. Six years old. They were managed to obtain a gun belonging to the transportation director who left her gun in an unlocked case in her office with her grandson and first grade daughter of an assistant when she went to use the restroom. When the director returned, the gun was on a desk and the two children were playing nearby. Could have, anything could have happened in that moment. Anything could have happened in that moment. And this happens with guns all the time. People that, you know, all these like gun nut people, all the time there's like yeah uh we see an article i could read an article daily kid killed by with the gun of somebody that loves that kid because it's just you, you you're just not thinking or you just you, you make one mistake or you know or you think your kid can't handle it because hey i trained my kid i ain't stupid and you know how you know your kid can't handle it after somebody gets shot after the gun go off that's when you know you're just praying that it's not you know something permanent so yep um that is what we got going on out here first graders with guns babies shooting babies lord jesus <laughs> um all right you know i, I kind of feel like all of the beginning of the show was fucking with black people um, <laughs> but uh i do have an update on an article so i will go ahead and play the fucking with black people game um for you guys uh so we can get back to this uh, boom we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe finds different articles make us feel fucked with the wheel sign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us as an update the black florida woman said who uh who we talked about last episode says that that slave and slaver game that landed her white boyfriend in jail was actually just a dominatrix thing and not racial 
a black woman whose boyfriend was arrested during a domestic dispute in tampa suburb last week is criticizing a police report suggesting there was a racial component to their clash in which the man spat in her face when she suggested they play slave and slaver now ashley edwards is fighting for her lover not to be prosecuted edwards boyfriend kenneth atkins was arrested uh august 6th after the pair engaged in a war of words sparked by atkins refusal to role play according to an affidavit obtained by the new york daily news things got heated and at some point edwards asked her man oh you want to play slave and slaver a police report from the incident implied that verbal dispute may have been a white and black issue ashley stated she wanted to play slave and slaver because she is african-american he is caucasian the affidavit said from the manatee county sheriff's department kenneth did not wish to participate and became verbally aggressive edwards 36 refused the police narrative however saying her slave and slavery remark was meant as a dominatrix thing rather than a racial thing man that's that's kind of tough that's a tough sell man that's one thing i never thought about you know in a racial relationship and you like doing bdsm you gotta come up with i guess it's when you gotta say the uh, bdsm thing instead of slave and slaver because slave and slaver applies something totally different yes it does authorities arrived at the uh to the couple's bradenton home earlier this month to find them in a heated verbal exchange uh ed was told the news outlet she dialed 911 because atkins was acting crazy i didn't want anything to to do with it at that point the florida woman who wasn't injured in the incident said she just wanted her boyfriend out of the apartment the cops ultimately arrested him on a simple battery charge despite his girlfriend's request not to book him edward said both she and atkins spoke with officers who she says grossly exaggerated her slave and slavery remark in their report police also said atkins spat in ashley's face a statement the woman says shouldn't be taken literally what he spit towards me but didn't do anything edward said if he did that i would have pressed charges edward's admitted to getting physical with atkins in the past but said he's never hit back man y'all nigga what that's not like an abusive relationship y'all need to get out of that yeah i mean she's saying he she hit him in the past and he never hit her back but like y'all that's not healthy either way Mm -hmm. and that she doesn't want to see yet another charge on his already lengthy criminal record according to the smoking gun atkins rap sheet includes conviction for burglary grand theft battery and narcotics possession among other offenses he shouldn't have been arrested edward said of the most recent incident involving her boyfriend his wow all right man i don't i don't know what kind of roller from claws ass love this is but zero to a hundred karen a hundred because i don't know what the fuck happening so i'm fuck weird what, what <laughs> i don't what the fuck is happening here yeah i don't know who to believe at this point and i'm not and that's one of those things where i'm when people are in like really toxic relationships I, the stuff they think is like acquitting them yes in a lot of cases like that's still <laughs> fucked up just it's fucked up a different way now right it's like oh no i was just trying to like do some bdsm with him and i don't want him to go to jail i mean he spit at me but he didn't i won't play slave and slaver but not in a racist way but also he spit at me but not on me but i want the police to make him leave the house but not go to jail it's like every episode of cops i ever watched uh conservatives are oh yeah i give it 100 conservatives are flipping out because the new york times said slavery was important yeah uh the new york times been rolling out the 1619 project 
which is a hugely ambitious effort to mark the 400th anniversary of the arrival of the first enslaved africans to american shores and place slavery at the center of the american uh history conservatives have been completely losing their minds about it oh yeah can we talk about facts they ain't talking the fucking facts yeah they've been on on twitter saying some the dumbest shit yeah because they stupid pat jack say jack has a tweet that i thousand times i haven't memorized it or anything but i just know the beginning of it says some shit like racism has nothing to do with race and i'm saying these white folks have lost their entire mind this is the shit i'll be talking about though on the show when i tell you white people are stupid when it comes to race mm-hmm. they only believe the lies that they were told by and they're not even like lies they like read or went to look up Mm-mm. just shit they grandparents said or some shit like just people that don't understand race or people that are just willfully racist trying to surreptitiously in many cases put racism in their children and then their children grow up believing in like a fairy tale like no this is america the fucking like founding fathers and freedom and revolution and all this shit and and freedom of speech and you're like what about the slaves you're like what they got to do with anything what about them i mean it was some nice slave owners and then you know then one day lincoln said they treat their slaves well yeah we said no more slaves and everybody agreed shook hands and then slavery was over black people was like we would like to not be slaves anymore we said oh my god what you we had no idea you you didn't want to be slaves this whole time why didn't you say something we didn't let you go we let you free a few hundred years ago (laughs) we just didn't know yeah so um they have been uh on twitter very upset newt gingrich the new york times 1619 project should make his slogan all the propaganda we want to brainwash you with it is a it is a repudiation of the original new york times motto yeah so it's propaganda to bring up slavery all these republicans always like you snowflakes you cucks you sensitive cry babies and you're like slavery was real you're gonna make me cry what is wrong with you it's propaganda uh another white man contrary to a stated goals it appears the purpose of the 1619 project is to delegitimize america and further divide and demoralize its citizenry another guess it you guess it white man says what is the 1619 project and by the way all these people have check marks and they some of them are famous and politicians but i'm just calling them white men because come on uh what is the 1619 project in new york times words it aims to reframe our country's history understand understanding 1619 is our true founding and placing the consequences of slavery and contributions of black americans at the very center of the story we tell ourselves about who we are why are you upset about that why why would that be so upsetting to you another white man the new york the newspaper that said not to worry about hitler's anti-semitism and that buried the holocaust is now wanting to lecture the most racist country on the planet about racism hashtag 1619 project um what does that mean though like why does that mean they're not telling the truth does that mean they're not supposed to and by the way they have a black woman who is um oh in charge of this project right now i think her name is nicole hannah jones i hope i didn't fuck that up um let me just make sure that's right yeah nicole hannah jones um she's in charge of this project so it's not like white people 
are writing this it's not like the same person that whatever said that these 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 other things that you didn't like have anything to do with this part but okay um another one white man says in the land if the land in which the united states was founded has been tainted by racism since the 1600s and everything derived therefrom is is therefore tainted then the u.s is illegitimate the constitution is illegitimate and revolution is the answer the the times essentially offers a neo-confederate view that the south really won the civil war and minimizes or undermines the cost white people paid to free slaves it is unfortunate and corrupts the whole project the new york times undertook a worthy project to educate the public on the history of slavery but they handed much of it to opinion writers who profit from seeing things through racial lenses and keeping racial tensions aflame as much as trump does he was so close he was so close he said it all basically sarcastically there like oh so basically you saying it's illegitimate it was all founded on slavery uh, nice try because <laughs> if it was founded on slavery then that means this is all bullshit and i i reject that notion it's amazing really to see that thought process and work this is why when i talk about them being now listen their stupidity and ignorance is dangerous to us yes it is so this is not a like hey guys they're just stupid and harmless no 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 no. their stupidity is killing us but their willful stupidity their lack of education their cherry picking of history is so egregious to just go through fucking history and pick out like look what about the cost white people paid to free the slaves like that means you had to have them in the first place you evil motherfucker what kind of evil ass math is that guys guys think about it this way if it wouldn't have been for us starting slavery then we wouldn't get all the credit for stopping slavery so i think you i think you're concentrating on the wrong things here guys no no okay what this is what we gotta deal with and these people all got checks by their name they write for publications they're uh politicians they're uh conservative thought makers tastemakers like that's that's what the fuck we're dealing with y'all <sighs> zero to a hundred a hundred and a zero i got you get both you get a, a zero because uh, white people mad and i don't give a fuck uh and you get a hundred because your your stupidity <laughs> uh is very dangerous so you get both you get a zero and a hundred you know i would give this a uh dracarys honestly because uh it pissed me off that bad um but i also would throw in this part of it which is um read especially reading the book i'm reading like so many of these arguments people were making these arguments in 18 like 80 they're the same fucking arguments the truth hasn't changed since 1619 and neither have the distractions to try to avoid mm-hmm. the truth no, all of it's the same shit yeah, it morphs in different ways it morphs through papers it morphs through books now it's online it's yeah. the same process white people have been trotting out this sort of like black people are the real racist and 
y'all see everything through a racialized lens well we didn't slave so come on uh. i mean what's more racist than that when did <laughs> see the problem is you looking at this whole racism thing from the perspective of somebody that's had it happen to him the true unbiased way is to be a racist uh or at least a person it didn't happen to that's the only way to really judge like get out of here like they always think we're the motherfucking um quacks yeah we're the ones that that are holding everybody back all right let's get to um to guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read to play news articles from all over the globe we ask our contestants to hey karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everybody playing is a racist all right which is why we get to be the best judges of the 1619 uh a florida man was arrested for allegedly shoving stakes worth more than 50 dollars down his pants mm. oh so combined the stakes was 50 dollars yeah worth 50 dollars hmm. mm-hmm. he got that flank then that flank mm-hmm. normally the flank steak is like like uh normally like the cheaper steak so he had to be packed like five good five smooth five or ten of them oh i don't know it could have been that two steaks in his pocket i don't know just say stuffing down his oh, pants oh one big steak they said more than fifty dollars really they didn't say oh, okay. less so could have mm, been my, my had a good good taste got some filet mignon michelle uh michael Everybody? michael owen 61 was arrested after police say he tried to steal two packs of steaks from a public store uh st augustine by shoving the meat down his pants so two packs of steaks so it must have been some expensive steaks at least 25 dollars a pop yeah they must have looked at his pants and said something's going on down there guys walking around with a t boner he walking around and was like the stakes is high I mean, I've heard of packing some tube steak, but this is the next level. That's good. Um, yeah, he was caught on surveillance footage grabbing two packs of ribeyes worth fifty six dollars and thirty six cent, putting them in his pants and walking out of the store. Ooh, they should be. A, they should make this a, a game show. Are you right? Called the uh the the, the price, like the price is right, but then you guess at how much someone's stealing. Ooh! Like, and how much would you like to bid? One dollar. <laughs> a loss prevention officer who saw the alleged stake swipe apprehended Owens as he exited the store. The 61-year-old told investigators that he figured if he got caught, he would just remo- be removed from the store, not arrested. <laughs> Too old to be thinking that. The stakes were recovered, but weren't allowed back on store shelves. You see what I'm? You know what? Mm-hmm. he could have got away with it if he would have just uh took the the skirt steak and put it underneath his skirt 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 indeed karen guess the race i'm going white because you know he was like i ain't know y'all was gonna really really arrest me karen's going white let's check the chat room see what they believe uh he tried to skirt the issue white a man that joe rogan knows how to speak to white white 
says i tasha nicole um white uh james is going carnivores i guess that's black didn't steal seasoning two white removed from the store not killed white the correct answer is the only time he had some big meat in his pants white ha black he was getting those steaks for the barbecue <laughs> the correct answer is and karen went with white mm-hmm. and you got it wrong he is black what and didn't know he didn't, nigga didn't know he'd get arrested and some of y'all did get it right yeah i think um the key is he was in florida so he just didn't know that was a crime no it's like what you can get arrested for things in florida oh do it again he just popped up went black and went down oh all right give me one second everyone i'll go back in and put it back on the screen one more time um but yeah i think he just really said to himself like you know uh i thought i could do this like i i didn't know we actually arrested people here for things like this hmm mm-hmm. he might have should have got that flat state to flat iron his hell <laughs> yeah i don't know what's up with this hair it does not look good Mm-mm. um all right let's go to the next one uh give me one second um how about this a florida woman keeping on theme sentence at the pulling alligator from her pants during a traffic stop white alligator in your pants gator done a florida woman who tried uh, who pulled an alligator out of her yoga pants yoga pants what during a traffic stop pleaded guilty to illegally possessing wild animals and was sentenced to probation her name is ariel machan lee choir 25 she was in the uh passenger seat of a car pulled over in may for running a stop sign in punta gorda the charlotte county sheriff's office said at the time uh Michan lee choir uh along with her the 22 year old driver michael clemens initially claimed that they were trying to collect snakes and frogs from underneath an overpass the deputy was given permission to search the bags in the trunk and subsequently found 41 three-striped turtles uh, in a teenage mutant ninja turtle backpack ironic <laughs> when the deputy asked if the pair had anything else she pulled out the one foot alligator from her pants one foot she was charged with possessing an american alligator wow didn't know that was a crime possessing yeah. more possessing more than one turtle per day i didn't know that was a crime either so i, I can, didn't know you could have one a day one a day transporting more so than you can't have all 40 ninja turtles at one time we can only go out one at a time you can either pick Raphael, leonardo michelangelo or uh donatello but one at a time mm-hmm. one transporting more than one turtle or turtle eggs and one count of possessing a soft cereal turtle uh she was sentenced to wednesday to six months probation 200 hours community service and was ordered to donate 500 dollars to florida fish and wildlife conservation committee karen guess the race what was the name again her name is uh ariel machan lee choir i'm still gonna go white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe uh nice croc white 
that that bbc that bwc uh nice croc white this is the version of the little mermaid conservatives want becky got that snapper white the, the meth told her to do it so she could get more meth white white asian asian teenage Mutant ninja turtle at stupid ass teenage Mutant stupid ass turtles white asian snapback pussy white white people stay thinking animals can't hurt them white white asian cablasian april summers the correct answer is and karen you went with white mm-hmm. you got it correct she was a white woman some of you guys did miss it though good god that uh that gator kind of big one foot long 12 inches you know what i'm saying 12 inches of gator she wanted the whole 12 inches of the bbg um (laughs) (laughs) all right let's go to the bonus round um here we go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one but can she catch up in the bonus round let's find out together shall we i'm gonna try um let's see here a single mom goes viral after handing job interviews holding job interviews at home to get her children to help out uh shakitha marion mcgregor she looking at them kids what are your qualifications for this job is the toast of moms everywhere she devised a way for her kids to engage in chores by hosting a hiring event for household jobs the dublin georgia-based mom of three shared a now viral facebook post detailing the hiring event she aver- she advertised around her home for a laundry supervisor a kitchen <laughs> manager and a lead housekeeper come on the post which has been shared a hundred hilarious the post which has been shared 126,000 times also showed a fake advertisement for mom's credit union which would give the kids a line of credit to allow them to build their allowance and character come on Mm-mm-mm. is the, the bank called mom's bank too she said mom's credit union yep yep okay i like that uh <laughs> this is fire- it around the corner on, on mom's avenue this fire mom <laughs> the inspiring mom who has been praised by parents all over the country for her genius idea revealed her own backstory of a cancer diagnosis homelessness a house fire and caring for her own mom after a recent stroke according to georgia's wmaz in 2016 shakitha was diagnosed with cancer which forced her to stop working and led to a period of homelessness the family eventually found another home which was lost to a fire in november last year shakitha told the outlet that the fire claimed a lot of families precious belongings such as their kids electronics which they are still trying to replace uh while she has told while she has told them let me take care of your needs first then your wants they continue to ask so she dreamed of the idea of work a work-based savings screen uh scheme um 
so my children continue to ask for a new cell phone and an allowance and to go places yesterday i told them i've heard their request and then i've had a surprise for them today when they get home from school surprise it's a whole hiring event she said in the infamous facebook post alongside a collection of photos she got to fill out w9s w2s she created i think it's gonna be paid under the table to be honest with you got to be she created the job board at home with three positions kitchen manager lead housekeeper and laundry supervisor as well as job applications ready to surprise her kids when they came home from school not quite the cell phones they were expecting surprisingly her her youngest daughter serenity six was the most professional when it came to the mock interview <laughs> she laughed at her middle child takia 10 spoke in a british accent like that would help her <laughs> they learn so early don't they her eldest 13 year old jakeem focused on the important details how much how often and what's the tax rate come on she said he'll also have to reapply as he laughed 90 percent of the time <laughs> ultimately despite being the youngest of the brood serenity was successful as an applicant for the lead housekeeper role one of the things i asked was when can you start shakita told today serenity said she could start right away and my 13 year old needed a few days (laughs) because he wanted to hang out with his friends she was far more professional (laughs) she also shared their adorable filled in job applications which declared that they were willing to work evenings and weekends for as little as five dollars a week oh wow capitalism sis this is what i'm talking about this is what i'm fighting against what kind of jay-z pay race is this earlier this year shakita's mother had a stroke that caused an early retirement she moved into the family home too ask me how i managed to pay rent utilities take care of three children my 65 year old mother and fur babies making seven dollars 25 cent an hour working part-time and getting paid bi-weekly answer god you'll never know god in a way is a way maker if you've never been in a situation where you can't make a way for yourself he's able she wrote on another facebook post on the back of the post popularity shakita is now customizing personal household job plans for households for 25 dollars, she will create flyers applications a job board new hire forms a mailbox a name tag and home credit plans mess around and got your business going on uh according to wmaz shakita is due to start her new job at the eastern youth detention center where she will likely be supervising teen offenders ideally she would like to be a motivational speaker delivering talks to schools libraries and churches she eventually i think she will eventually all right karen guess the race black karen is going with black i don't know where you got that from all right check the chat rooms first bank of mom also offers special financing for nintendo's black (laughs) the kids didn't get hired because of the black sounding names on their job applications we are fluent in sarcasm and humor black sis was like you gonna get this financial literacy and understand how life works and turn it into a gig i stand this queen black claire huxtable is real black the youngest being the best that's black excellence black a legend black in the name of the harriet and the aunt viv and the holy spirit of thea black fighting on the side of popeyes and the race war black just wait till they call in sick on friday and monday black <laughs> The oldest needed time to do hood rat shit with his hood rat friends black. Always holding it down black. God did it triple black. The blacks, you got new cell phone money black. No father in the story black. Oh, why black? Why? Why? Saw this on the Cosby show episode before black. The correct answer is, and everyone got it black. oh man i'm gonna pause it real quick 
all right um and then this is the pictures of her and the kids and the the oh that's so cute Mm -hmm. not hiring kitchen manager lead housekeeper laundry supervisor oh (laughs) interviews will be held tuesday august 13 2019 5 p.m mom's room mom's credit union good credit bad credit need to build credit let mom start y'all with a lot of credit help build your alliance as well as character making on time contributions around the house can pay off big don't wait ask mom how today come on good credit bad credit no credit i got you covered there's the babies oh i could tell serenity about that that paper i could tell just from she's the youngest one mm-hmm. i could see why her interview is professional okay to key in the in english accent though i i love that <laughs> that's okay? hilarious you got to get up in that do you want to smoke breath and see what they say what are your uh favorite uh ins- who are your favorite inspirations uh 21 savage ah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Migos, uh so that's good that's sweet yep i also love when they get the pictures from facebook because they always had that one thirst trap picture of the black woman in there of course like it's always that one picture where it's like mm, who is this snack it's like uh oh that's right y'all just stole her pictures off facebook right uh but that's that's dope man and then to even be able to make this like uh oh she thick too mm, hello uh hello, to be able to make <laughs> <laughs> hey girl hey we she see got, you got that waist train on this uh model pic. but yeah to see uh to be able to turn it into like a um a business possibly or you know a little side hustle that's what's really dope right you know i also love that that's one thing you know we talk about the internet a lot especially me but that's one thing i do love about like social media and stuff is moments like this where people decide like yo we're gonna help this person out and have you thought about i will buy this if you do this mm-hmm. like i like yo i'll i want to give like i probably just want to give you money just because i love this story right but i want to give you money in a way that like you know helps you out you know um hearing about this stuff with so, the so fire the ba- so the babies can get a raise yeah like 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 this is so cute and adorable and i want to do it for my house right and i don't want to just take your idea and do it some people will of course but i don't want to just take your idea like i'll pay you to do this idea that's that i I love that i love that shit so you know um that's like i said i'm always talking about the bad shit so let me stop and give some credit for a second (laughs) be like yo this is some dope shit it is um all right last thing we gotta do some sore ratchetness Caroga, a Gloversville man is facing assault charges after he allegedly slashed a teen in the face with a sword. Fulton, oh. Yeah. Fulton County Sheriff Richard Giardino said Ryan Blush, 24, of Gloversville, was charged with second-degree assault after allegedly slashing an unidentified 19-year-old male in the face with a two-foot Japanese-style steel sword. Blush oh. was arranged, was arraigned not arranged was arraigned and reprimanded blush allegedly was in an altercation with the team regarding an unidentified female during a party involving alcohol mm. you don't say you don't 
Yes. Must have been a sausage party. <laughs> that's the that's when you always know it's gonna be a fight. Too many dudes, not enough women. Come on. The nine one one call was poorly made at Pine Lake Pavilion. The victim was poorly transported to the hospital for treatment of a facial laceration more than three inches long. Blush allegedly threw the store the sword into Nine Corner Lake off Route twenty nine, <laughs> where it was later retrieved by a search and rescue team. Imagine that getting that job. Uh right. mul- multiple agencies responded to the scene, including Sheriff uh new york state police gvac fulton county emergency management fire coordinator steve santa maria and ems coordinator mark souza jesus so yep they uh had to get them up out of there mm-hmm. all right guys that's it for today um haven't decided what i'm gonna do the rest of the week uh if we're gonna do balls deep tomorrow or what so we'll let you know uh but uh if not you know we'll be uh seeing you guys soon and like i said i'll probably we'll probably take the next week of the show off and come back in september right in time for the blackout Tuesday. yes and before we go i want to tell everybody bossy's book came out today and so for those of you go buy it go listen to it on audible i'm listening to it on audible and it motherfucking got me in my feelings like i was at my desk almost in tears um it's it's a wonderful book roger has read it i haven't read it yet i'm gonna do audio and i'm gonna go back and read it um and bossy said online today they actually uh uh doing second print yeah sold out mm-hmm. and her events are selling out like you know she she's been everywhere she yes. yeah i mean obviously most of the credit goes to the blackout tips podcast and uh this too much <laughs> you know I, I mean i like to take a lot of credit for you know just you know what i do guys i just support black women out here you know and put them in a position to succeed you know and uh that's it's really you know i try to stay humble with it but you know when the rubber meets the road you know you gotta really if some people believe in this stuff and some people don't and you know i look yeah, that black hotel bump is real you no know, i told bossy i said bossy listen you can write this book okay you are gonna do it you're gonna make it and uh she said i don't know rod i said no bossy trust me okay this is gonna be great all right and so uh i said you know why don't you just do this podcast with me until this book take off you know and we'll just see where it goes from there so yeah could not be prouder of her right i'm so Um, happy for her you know and i'm so yeah i'm so happy for her and i'm happy for us because like we (laughs) we all did it together you know it's like our talent our writing ability our you know um you know even the ability to read the book you got to think about that where did she learn to podcast with that level of emotion okay you can only do that on this too much okay <laughs> everybody can't handle that kind of stuff so to be able to see uh bossy like shine like i thought she would like i yes. knew she would um but in all, in all seriousness man like she has uh events where she's gonna be promoting the book she's mm-hmm. gonna be um doing she's uh i think she was at the bowery maybe yesterday mm-hmm. she's got a t- talk with uh tarana burke today like if you're in new york city um look her up if you're on twitter um i think bossy world mm-hmm. uh, is her twitter it is check out her twitter handle and i think she even has like a schedule for her tour mm-hmm. and the event she's gonna be doing yes this if you're a big fan of this too much yes it probably means this too much will not have as many episodes or we'll be 
recapping multiple episodes and stuff when we get time right but um but it's totally worth it and it is. she's totally worth the wait or whatever so and most importantly man i just think this book is so important and it's so well written like it's so it's so dope man the words oh my god she is brilliant yeah she's a brilliant person and like extremely funny and, you all up in your feelings yeah extremely and and like witty funny all that stuff too that's what y'all hear more on this side when we do the podcast but she's also just got like such deep emotional resonance and uh i just think and then she's doing podcasts about it and stuff she was on mm-hmm. npr this weekend yep. she did the read like she she's doing it man like she she's she's like nova borderline but without pissing your whole family off come you on know? she, she ain't making everybody mad it's like a nova borderline that we can respect and stand right. and we can stand down okay so the bossy hive we, we're gonna be out here i forgot what we were calling ourselves now um but i will figure it out uh, our name um but we're, we're gonna be out here uh causing havoc if anybody got something to say about her yes. all right so yeah we'll be back man thank you guys for listening until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.